Welcome to the show. We got Big Kulu, Buffalo Zone, joining me for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Life 265, iHeartRadio. He's on the show here today, 11 a.m. What's going on, man? How's everything going? I want to know. And everything going crazy up here in Buffalo, man. You know, we get ready for our, our Buffalo Bills season. You know how we go oh, up here, Oh, boy. I'm a Jets fan, so. Oh, <laughs> you, oh come on, Max. <laughs> Don't do me to Aaron Rodgers. You know what? I really feel like it's a conspiracy right now, bro. Because you know this is our this is our time to shine, and everybody in the AFC East want to pack their teams up to try to beat Buffalo. Y'all not right, man. Let us shine, man. Let us shine. No, the Jets deserve the shine too. The misery we've gone through for, since we haven't we haven't. Well, I mean, you guys went to four in the nineties. We haven't been back since '68. Ah, Jim Kelly, don't bring that up, please. <laughs> please don't do that to me, bro. Those were the glory days of the Bills, baby. But we we trying to, you know, we're we hoping that Josh is able to push us, you know, straight to where we got to go, who I actually know, you know, he's a good friend of the families and people that we know. So, like, you know, we're hoping that Josh can get over the hump this year, you know, versus Kansas City. You know, I got a sister that lives in Kansas City, and she, uh, we be battling every year between, you know, Buffalo and KC. It's crazy. I, I hope you guys, well... If you face Kansas City, I don't know if I'll be rooting for you, but I will tell you this: I'm tired of Kansas City. They, oh yeah, it's yeah. too they, much. They, they, they so, they so weak. <laughs> but they really, they got the best player in the league. Though. You got to give it to him. Mahomes. Their quarterback is the best player in the league. I mean, he's he's been the Super Bowls from the beginning of the time. Man. He's gonna, uh, he's got what? He's got two of them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he's he's that guy. As long as you don't like the Giants, I just heard Victor Cruz. I was reading while you were trying to get the camera figured out that Victor Cruz said that the New York still belongs to the Giants over the Jets. Well, it really belongs to the Bills, if you think about it. But I'm sick of the Giants. Oh, the Giants suck. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, we Buffalo, man. And one thing about football in Buffalo, you know, I'm, I'm Cameroonian. You know, uh, 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 and, and a Buffalonian, you know that. So it unites everybody. I don't care if you're Hispanic. I don't care if you Caucasian, African, African American, whatever you are in Buffalo. Everybody gets together when the bills come out. It it mm. it, 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 it brings unity. You know, it does. Yeah, you guys got that fan base, Bills Mafia. So you can tell. Once you guys get together. I should say, so Max, remind me, so Stevie Johnson, are you familiar with him? I'm not familiar with him. Okay, he's a former wide receiver for the Bills. Um, we just did a, you know, our label just recorded uh, a Bills Mafia song with him, and we're putting it out there, so I'm going to make sure I send that to you. Oh, wow, um, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, and he's um, he's out there promoting it. Um, but it's it's crazy. We, we you know, so we you know, we're looking to see that's being released on real life music. Um, and so I, I'm gonna send that, I'm gonna send that to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And just to close out the football and everything, you know, hopefully you guys will get your ring and hopefully the Jets will get one. So I, that better happen in my, my lifetime. It, it, I want to see it. And Patriots go away. I don't want to see Belichick anymore. We've seen enough. The Dolphins, they better not get Jonathan Taylor. We don't need that. <laughs> we always squish the fish. That's always going to happen. And and 
as far as the Patriots, Belichick got some rebuilding to do. I don't think they're ready right now. No. Mac Jones is questionable. Very questionable. Very questionable. Very questionable. So you see, I'm into my football, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max. So yeah, man. But we we ready. We ready. Yeah. We ready. We're, we're ready, man. But I, I want to get into your music here. I want to know how are you feeling about it because this this is popping off for you. All, all the views, it's going. It went crazy on YouTube. Yeah, you know what's crazy is yesterday. I have a group chat of, of, of brothers that all I you know kind of roll with, and like somebody put in a group chat. You know, somebody dancing to a song. And I'm like, yo, who put this in a group chat? So I'm playing it. And it got it's my song. And I'm like, yo, that's my song. There's like, yo, that is you. Somebody was just praying on the cruise line dancing to it. So I'm like, oh my God. This and they had they did a TikTok. Like, and I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> you know, so it is blowing up. On you know, it's it's going, it's getting up there, man. It's getting up there. And this is your first official single here because mm-hmm. you got the EP coming in the fall. So what's going to be the rollout plans with this EP? So you know, I want to shout out to my team. You know, uh, uh, Red Rocks, um, Wednesday, um, L Nice, my people. You know, um, so there's a plan that what we're what we're planning to do is really. When we released a single, um, Brother L and, and Red Rocks and Wednesday, we had a big meeting way back in, um, I would say, uh, early, late May. Um, and, you know, they went through 20 of my songs and they were like, yo, Kulu, you got to release this track. And they knew they were the experts in what it was that I needed to release. And so when I did that, I was like, yo, they were like, this is going to be the song that's going to that's gonna go. And so I put it out there. I mean, and in two months, we almost had 300,000 streams on Spotify. And I, and this is all independent. This is no, the, the machine ain't helping me. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> the label I, of course, ain't yeah, I get it. It's all independent. Right. And so then um, we released the video two, three weeks ago now. We're almost at 130,000 um, views. And so now going into the fall, we're looking at like October releasing um another uh either the ep or another single um which is mama sugar and that really deals with you know you know the love that a man has for a woman uh from you know in the african way you know something to me doing my research about you is that you use your music to speak about the the generation just the gaps that are in your home country and cameroon so talk to me about these gaps that exist so right now there's a major major division in our country so you have um in the northern part of of cameroon you have more the english speaking part of cameroon which was conquered by the british and so and so then you have some of the other parts where you have yuande and duala uh, where i'm actually you know from is boya boya in berminda are what you call uh, the Anglophone or English-speaking parts of Cameroon. And then you have in Douala, in Yuande, uh, you have more of the uh, French-speaking part of Cameroon. So there's been a major divide between the Anglophones and the Francophones, which is French-speaking part of Cameroon 
and the English fried of Cameroon. They've been at war. Now, Cameroon has always normally for years have been a peaceful country. But over the last four years, it's been war, you know, the dividing of the two. And it's just been consistently bad there, you know, dangerous. And what my music is trying to do, um, in which I'm actually trying to go there in October, um, meeting with some of the people there to unite the people through my music, you know, um, bringing us as one country, as we always been our whole entire years that we've been in existence, you know? And so I'm hoping that my music is able to bring that unity um, to our community there in Cameroon. And then also, you know, you know, my music is also encouraging or inviting people to our culture here in Buffalo in the U.S. about African, you know, our, our culture as a whole, you know, how we are as a people, you know? I want to ask you about this. How do you feel about the news coverage regarding what's going on in your home country right now? Because we see that Ukraine gets coverage other when there's other things going on, when there's war going on in other countries. Do you feel as though that Cameroon's getting the the, the story out there enough? No. Uh, and, and that, you know, and the U.S. has a little in, you know, they supplied us with military weapons, but the military weapons were supposed to be defending ourselves. Against other countries, you know, against other countries, but we're using it <laughs> start civil war in our country. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> civil war. <laughs> exactly. Unbelievable. So I'm like, come on, U.S. You didn't realize these people are, you know, you don't got duped. <laughs> you know, we all supplied <laughs> we all supplied them with weapons over there. You know, and they were supposed to, that was supposed to keep people, you know, outside countries to be able to defend ourselves, not to have civil war, and so. And, 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 and see, Paul Beer, he's the president. You know, he's been there. He's been in office a very long time. It's not like the U.S. where it's a democracy. It's a dictatorship. And, um, you know, I, I don't have no, 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 no hate towards him. It's more or less like, Paul, we're losing our country. You know, even our, our national soccer team, which has always been a dominant uh soccer team throughout all the world cups and strong team we've been that hasn't even you know worked well with us lately and so a lot of our players have to go over into you know europe to play to make money because our our team don't get paid you know to play that's crazy and we have lots of money we're not broke so believe that yeah you know so it's like you know Cameroon just doesn't get enough coverage. We we really need the support of the United States um, in, in, in intervening to get our country to really, really come into unity. We need that. I agree. And I think you're one of the ones that are going to bring that peace and unity, especially once you go back to, I think that's going to make a big statement. Definitely, man. That's, that's my, that's my, that's my desire because you know, Africa, old mother Africa, you know, it's as a whole, we have to unite, you know, and I think America, Europe, and, and even the China, the, the Chinese, they, you know, everybody has their hand in Africa, everybody. And we, we have to begin, African countries have to begin to unite to make, you know, to, to, to be able, we have enough resources to take care of ourselves. You know, it's just the fact that the resources are not getting to the people because we're being robbed. 
you know, or we have we have uh, corrupt governments that only empower themselves to be wealthy and not empower their people. Do you think because now that we bring this up, because you, you guys aren't getting the coverage that's much needed, do you think it's a, a racial thing with the media that they don't I'd say almost you think it, that's what it is? Definitely what it is, because yeah. you notice there's a lot of crime that goes on that is not African-American centered or African centered. And, you know, any type of negative light that we may do, it, it goes through the news like crazy. Mm -hmm. But then when there are other things going on that don't concern us, those things are kept very quiet. And that's been propaganda. It's propaganda. You know, and, and even with the music part of us, like, look at this, like, how can we get all these rappers dying? You know, mm -hmm. uh, big pop stars of ours are dying, you know, but you don't hear too much about that, about the, the Caucasian stars dying, even the rock stars that used to be hardcore, you know, you know, I, I, I like literally, you don't hear about them passing away. No. You know what I mean? But you hear everything about these, you know, these young guys out here shooting, killing, Dying from this, dying from that, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's really, I, I can't really explain what that they, the media eats that up when it comes to our people, you know, um, it, it, it just eats it up for some reason. It's, and it's, and it's the spotlight is on us all the time. And how can you live if you are a human being, how can you live in the spotlight like that? Even in your private life, you got paparazzi everywhere on on black hip hop artists, R&B artists. They're everywhere, they, you know, and they're spending more time on African-Americans or Africans than they're doing any other coverage. You're right. Yeah. And, and, and there's coverage everywhere now because everyone has a phone. So the, the paparazzi, it, it, it could be the regular person now. So the phone's yeah, always out. For sure. For sure. Let me ask you a question if it's okay, Max. Yeah. In your platform, you know, are, do, are you, do you use your platform to bring awareness to, to, to our, our country that, that, you know, even being here in the U.S., that there is a major race, race war going on in our own country? Mm. Yeah, I do. You know? I always make sure to shed light on racial issues. Yeah, it's there. It's strong. It's strong. It's stronger to me than it's ever been. You know, um, uh, and then if you if you're paying attention, kids are going missing everywhere. In Buffalo, bruh, we we every day somebody's kid is missing. You know, and it's, so there's human trafficking and stuff is going crazy on the low too. Unbelievable. I mean it. It's happening, unfortunately, but the way you're depicting it, that's every day. Yeah, it's Crazy. happening every day. Somebody on our in our community is putting it on Facebook, oh, missing child, missing child, missing child. And these kids are not little babies. They're like 13, 12, being gone. And Sad. so it's, it's, it's crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's what my music is about. It's, a, it's about real-life events and and real life is an independent label that we started. And literally our music is really about, you know, promoting, you know, real life content. 
we know people out here talking about shooting people and doing this and that. That's not our that's not our thing. We're talking about how to unite, bring families together, you know, uh, girlfriend, boyfriend situations that are real uh, abuse. Um, but in the music, it's it's feel good music. It's love music. It's, it's, it's centered around love and unity more than anything. Having a good time, bringing our African culture where we we come together when we party. We don't just party like like regular people. We party. It's a good time. It's like family oriented. We bring food. We bring drinks, and we dance, and we talk. We converse. It's such a it's such a vibe, bro. You know, you really gotta get into and understand. It's such a vibe, and and so I am representing. Though I'm coming through the Afro beat wave, my own Zandra is Afro states. That's right. Af- yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot of us. Even if you see Burner Boy, Burner Boy now is trying to cross into that Afro state sound. You feel me? Now, what would, like, how would you define the Afro state sound? Because I did my research, and when you just brought that up, I remember reading about this. So it talked to me about the sound of Afro states. So the sound of Afro state is a combination of hip hop and and Afro beat. Okay, that's what it is, and and, and or hip hop and R and B. I'm sorry, Afro B and R&B mixed too. So okay. you have that. So Afro states, as you know, the states, we we are, we hip hop is huge to us. You know, it started in the Boogie Down Bronx. We know that, you know, and then the R&B sound. So you're taking the Afro B sound and or the Ama Piano sound and you're making it into hip hop or R&B. And that mixture is called Afro states. And so Afro states, you know, derived from me in Buffalo here. Um, and and I'm pushing that because America loves its own culture. You know, we love our own culture. And I, and I will be slighting America for being here all these years and not giving them the love that it deserves because hip hop didn't start in Africa. It started here. And, and so I come from both of those places. So I have to give love to both. And that, and that makes up Big Kulu. That's what Big Kulu is about. And, and speaking about, because you brought up parties before, your father would throw these huge lavish parties I heard about. Food, family, and faith is what he instilled in you. All day long. God is number one. One of the things that unites us as a people is we, we, we are nothing without God, number one. We're nothing. And so, but we don't, we don't believe like the organized religious way. We believe more like, you know, not traditional, but we are, it's more about relationship with God versus, you know, we we know God through the things that we've seen him do in our lives and the things that he's confirmed, certain events that we pray and then he answers our prayer. That's the relationship that we have with him. So that that comes in to play. We, you know, we, we even when we get to our, our parties, we tell the goodness of God, even at our parties, like, you know, before we even start partying and we, you know, bless our food and stuff, we tell about how good God is and what he's done to us, what he's done for our forefathers, you know, our ancestors, bringing us, you know, and just protecting us through the years. So that's first and foremost. Then we we eat our fufu, we eat our plantains, we eat our uh, j- jollof rice, we eat our our, our crayfish, 
we eat, we eat so many good things. Uh, and of course, they do. You know, I'm I'm not a drinker, but they like to get tore up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get tore up. They get tore up. So, but it's fun though. We laugh, we joke, we have fun. You know, we dance. Dancing is tribal for us. Um, it's it, it it we forget about life. Not that not that we forget about life. We forget about our troubles. We forget about our struggles when we come together and we party and we enjoy ourselves with each other. You know what I'm saying? We 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 forget about whatever struggles we got going on, whatever troubles we have going on, it's gone in those moments. And and I think that that's what real, you know, uh people should do is learn how to enjoy their life. Cause life will beat you down, man. You know, yeah. it, it can be it can beat you down. If you look at your circumstances, sometimes you'd be like, you know, people wherever they are in life, they'd be like, man, I'm just tired. And but you know, but when you when you have a community of people that come together regularly that support one another, man, life is different, you know. I did want to ask you about this just a little because you you just mentioned life will beat you down. There's this whole trending song going on. I think you may know where I'm going with this. Uh, what's your thoughts on this song that's going viral all over the place? What's it? Richmond, North of Richmond. Have you heard about this? This country song that's going viral. I didn't, hear. I didn't hear about it. I I, I know. You can, can you play it for me? I actually can't because I'd have to hook everything up. No, to no. I don't have everything hooked up. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, if you go to iTunes, it's the number one chart and song. But I, I can't figure it out because it's. I'm not a country music fan, but everyone's. Yeah. There's been rappers like remixing it, and you know, and I can't tell where is it coming from. Is it coming from the conservative side? I can't yeah. tell where it's. It's tough to gauge, but apparently the the guy that wrote the song said, "Oh well, this is against the conservatives." So I. I don't know. I, I always leave. Well, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. I, I do know right now, music is can be very powerful, and, and it has always been during times of, uh, I would say, inner country civil war or inner country, or not even inner country, just our country at war with other countries. Music has come alive, you know, and it's you know it happened with James Brown back in the day. You know, with with his music, you know, in the, in the middle of a race war. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's been music has always had a way of trying to unite people, and I think right now America's in, in, is in need of healing from coming through so many people dying, um, coming through the, the Trump administration, and so many people, you know. Getting, you know, I've never seen a Confederate flag drop until I saw it at the White House, you know, at the end of his term. You know, I'm like a Confederate flag in 2020. Are we serious? It, it, now that you're on this topic, how do you feel? Because I, I saw it down in, in Georgia going viral because the, the mugshot was going crazy. But what did you think of the, the people that were in the streets in Atlanta basically screaming free Trump and all this stuff? So here's my thoughts about Trump. I don't think Trump is racist. I don't. I think he he had he connected himself when to win the to win the election. I believe he 
connected himself with some race groups mm-hmm. and they supported him and to get in the office. And so I think he had to let some things happen that they wanted because they su- supported him. You know, po- po- you know, political propaganda or agendas have everything to do with sometimes the people that supported you and you may not totally agree with them, but they supported you. So now when you get into office, it's like, man, I got to I got to make good on what, on, on, on what I said I would do. And I think that's what happened, you know. And, and now, you know, many people at that time looked at him as crazy and this and that third. But on the flip side, the economy was up when Trump was in office. That is a fact. But I feel like he failed to protect us as a people against pandemics, you know, and thousands of people, not only were we dealing with racism as a people, we also dealt with police police brutality, and we also we also dealt with COVID, and mm-hmm. we were not prepared. We were not prepared. So, I think it's crazy to me, you know. I mean, everybody has issues with Biden, and saying that there's been so many things with him too, so many uh, missing children, uh, not building the wall against Hispanic people. You know, and it's just like, I hear y'all and the economy is not where it was, you know, when Trump was in office. I get that. But I think that we have to, we, I, I really think we got to get away from this political stuff and, and, and get back to loving and caring on people. And I don't know, I don't understand why people are like, free Trump, free Trump. Yeah, that's crazy. Leave him where that's he is. Just weird. That's <laughs> weird to me. That's, that's weird to me. You know what I mean? So, like. You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't know because it's, it's, it's just, I don't know if it's, it's the people getting paid to do this or <laughs> because he don't broke a lot. This man never gave up his taxes. No, he never did. Like, what the heck are we talking the about? Government. How many rappers or music artists that you know that have been in tax issues and tax evasions? I mean, and this guy ain't never showed his taxes. Yeah. How weird is that? You know, Wesley Snipes got cut off from doing movies for many years. Yep. Tax evasion. Come on, bro. Like, this stuff is playing the seat. And it's just like we just not, you know, America got to wake up because it's, it's, it's like it's picking and choosing who they're. The, the, some people are above the law. That man was the president of the United States without revealing his taxes. How could that ever happen? Exactly. And then he tried to overthrow the government with the insurrection, which is what this is what he's getting booked for. The, the whole election interference, the conspiracies he's throwing around. And so he's at where he's at for a reason. And then he was he, wasn't he dealing with Putin, too? Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. Now, now, what we better be watching. Putin forgave a lot of African countries in debt that were in debt to Russia. And so there are allegiances being made right now in the third world with, with Putin is forgiving debt to African countries and and they're they're trying to build allies right now. You know, Russia is. So we need to pay attention to what's going on because what what, what may happen is if you like five fingers from different continents point at us like, yo, y'all the problem. <laughs> <laughs> And we don't need them troubles, bro. We don't no, need, we've got we enough. We need to mind our business, man. We need to take care of our own country. That's how I feel. 
Yeah, you we've know? got so much going on here. I mean, we can't be thinking can't about be doing what's going it, on yeah. there. I mean, it's 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 obvious that, in my opinion, it's obvious that there is, um, you know, to me, you know, some secret things going on in the political offices that, you know, they don't, some of them don't really care about the people. And, and it's more about control of the people versus caring about the people, you know. Um, and, and there's a lot, you know, now we're hearing about UFOs, like, what in the world? Like, come <laughs> on, man. Another, another, to me, another propaganda, bro. How, I, I mean, I tell people like this, if they so real, the aliens are so real, they ain't pulled up in the hood yet. <laughs> yeah. They ain't pulled up over there. They, come on now. Now, y'all know, that you know, when the experiment time is coming on, they, you know they coming to us first. So why they pull up in the hood? <laughs> I ain't seen no UFO nowhere. I wish I would see an alien. Boy, y'all pull up over there, man. We we trying to see what's in that spacecraft. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We ready. Come through. Come through. Come holler at us, aliens. Yeah. You know? Because you, you represent know, Buffalo. You know, I wanted to get into the Buffalo, do you feel as though the Buffalo story is untold because you're kind of starting to see the revelations right now with Griselda artists, they've helped mm -hmm. put a voice out there in the hip hop community. How do you feel about the story? Do you feel like the story of Buffalo is untold for musicians? Totally. Yeah. Listen, shout out to Griselda, my man, Westside Gun, Alvin, Alvin, I went to high school with my man. That's my guy. Um, uh, shout out to Conway. He's a homie from the hood. Um, shout out to Benny. He also from around the way in the hood, you know. Shout out to all that. You know, they they doing it, their their buzz. I call them the Wu Tang, the new, the new era of Wu Tang. The new Wu Tang. Know? Yeah, the new Wu Tang. You know, they do their thing, man. Um, but Buffalo has a rich history, you know. We had the Google Dolls, we had um the the moment we can't I can't even start with the Google Dolls. We need to start with Rick James, you know. Mm. Rick James was our guy, you know what I mean? Um We've had him. We've had the Google Dolls. We've had um, very, very huge artists through the years that have come, that are born and raised here, you know, and made it. You know, we had Joe Public. Buffalo has a has a. Our, I think our music is more about you know an outcry, an outcry of of poor, you know, you know that that worked hard but still poor, you know. Um, and, and it was a forgotten city. You know what I mean? It's like we're here, but people forget about us. And then now over the last three, four years, there have been things that have, you know, that, that whether it's been a sad day in Buffalo through weather issues or something happened. That was, that was a tragic supermarket, the, the, you know, the tops shootings, you know, that all that has got us some national attention but we've always felt that we were a forgotten city and but but that's not true you know we are a city that that has a lot of great talent you know a mixture of talent um but we just came up with very poor environments even me being a cameroon american i, I grew up in the langfield projects you know uh one of the worst projects to live in we got federales all the way over there in there now you know, um, so how raising a, a Cameroonian African family 
in that environment, I was, I was, the streets was pulling me too at a young age, you know, though I was my father instilled in us the culture, but the streets was a part of our lives because on the other side of my family, they were street people. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you will see that even in New York city, you had Haitians and Jamaicans that were, that were big time <clears throat> drug dealers running, running the streets of New York. You know what I mean? <clears throat> But the same thing like that in Buffalo. Buffalo has a, 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 a mixed culture of people. You know, Hispanic community is strong on our west side. Um, uh, we have our um, African communities. We have the African-American communities, you know, and we just don't get a lot of recognition for what talent we have and the multiplicity of talents that we have, you know. But, but we're starting to get it now. And so I want to shout out Griselda for that because they really are putting us on the map. And so, so many people from there will come out through that, you know, through that vehicle that they've been driving. Absolutely. And you're one of the ones as well, putting Buffalo out there, getting the story told. For sure. And you did speak about it all, you know, the streets were calling you, but you always made sure to keep your music and your family, everything you were focused yeah so i yes and no most of the time yes the streets i did get out and you know did the little things that i ah, that i shouldn't have did but the, the the consciousness of i will say god and culture pulled me away from it you know um because i did do some things streetwise and you know for a moment and 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 then i had to really, really do some evaluating sitting in a, in a jail cell, uh county jail cell, really thinking, I'm like, man, I'm not going to no prison. <laughs> you don't yeah. get this. You know, I'm like, I'm too, I got too much. I don't, I don't belong here. You know what I mean? And so uh the judge ended up giving me, I was facing seven years some time ago um for a situation that happened. And, and, you know, and I, and I really pray when I tell you, I pray. That's why I said relationship with God is the key. You know, I said, God, if you get me out of this, I promise you, I'll never go back this way again. <laughs> and, 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 and he got me out of it. And, you know, one of my mans was like, yo, bro, yo, cool. We, I can't let you do this. You got something going for you. I'm going to go and do the bid. I want to shout out my man, Johnny Jackson. He did seven, eight years in the bank, you know, for, you know, all of our crew at that time, you know, and, you know, and that's why I feel like I can, part of my music is also when I get to a place, I got to come take care of my people, you know? Yeah. No, and you definitely did that. And, you know, con congratulations. And, you know, that's, it's big that you didn't end up having to, to do the bit. And the fact that, you know, your friend took it for you, that's even. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, and to forever. That's why I got on one of my changes is loyalty. You know loyalty. I was just going to say that loyalty, that's look, you don't have that a lot. So it's, it's not around no more like that. It's, it's just not a, a, a around like that anymore. And it's like, it's getting worse where people are not people of their word no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, and I'm just trying to be an example now to all these people that are younger than me you know, that, listen, y'all, we can make it. We just got to stop, you know, as a people. I feel like African-Americans 
our lost tribe Africans, right? And so they don't have an identity of who they really are, you know? And 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 when people lose identity based on what what uh um and you're gonna have to help me remember this from history, there was a there was a uh mm, a race guy, racial a race of uh well, I don't say a racial guy, but a guy that was racist against black people, you know. I, I think it might have been the Willie Lynch thing, I'm not sure. But what they talked about was how to strip people of, you know, of who they were and to make them slaves, you know. Um, and I think we we've grown up with the mentality that we don't really know that we come from a country that are full of kings and queens and chiefs and and we were very proud people, you know. Now our you know, most of these African-Americans are, you know, lost. They don't know who they are. So what, you know, we, we're stuck in the hood. We're stuck in the ghetto, like pushed off to a corner. You know, I grew up in the Langfield Projects and I never even knew all of what Buffalo had. I had a, we had a UB college down the street and we never, because we never were ever steps outside of our hood. I never knew it existed until I started playing soccer. Oh, wow. I was <laughs> a big soccer guy. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Yes, I was. I was a very good soccer player. Uh, my dad was my dad was the he still holds the scoring goals over at UB. Um, and my dad played for our national country in Cameroon. Um, I had an opportunity to play for Madrid, you know, but I didn't go. I didn't pursue the career, but my dad was a very standout soccer player. And so soccer actually opened my eyes to more of a more of what was going on in our city than seeing where I was at in the hood because you really never went outside your hood. You know what I mean? You just stayed right where you were. You didn't know how big our city was, yeah. you know, you know, and what it all had to offer because we was just in the hood. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, the best we do was, you know, we could go down to the store, come back. We, we, we parlay with our friends. We run around, do stupid stuff, but didn't even know about, you know, the other parts of Buffalo didn't know, didn't know. We're totally, totally blinded to that until I started playing soccer and we had to play other play people as in Grand Island and different areas that were suburban areas of our area. And it's like, wow, there's more, there's more to life <laughs> than the hood. So, you know, it's a crazy story, man. I can tell, I can, I can tell you I could do a movie. On the Have you thought city. about putting the documentary together at all? You thought about that? Yeah, you know, I, I really want to, and I want to call it African-American because that's really, I'm the true definition of that. You know, when they tell somebody you're Afri African-American, most people say, well, <clears throat> because of the slavery, you know, you y'all you were brought over here. But I'm really that definition because, you know, my mom is American, Black, you know, African-American, and my dad is African. So literally... It's like you got Mississippi and 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 Cameroon together. Though my mom, I was born here, so literally I'm that I I I bridge that gap for real, for real. You know when we talk about African American for real, um, and so it's like, but the, this difference is that I know my roots. I know where I come from. I know who I am. I don't have no no disrespect to nobody. Please don't take us wrong. My last name ain't Smith. My last name ain't, you know, Kaloki. My last name is Kulu. You feel me? 
and and that's 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 derived from my Bakweri tribe back at home. Um, we are Bantu Zulus, or you know Bantu Bakweri. We are we are derived. We are a family of the Zulu family in South Africa that migrated through the Bantus up into the West. Um, and so you know we have a rich culture, very powerful rich culture. And so I, I can trace my stuff. You know, most African Americans, my fellow, my fellow brothers and sisters in our hoods, they can't trace. You know what I mean? Because they don't know, because they've been Smiths for so long. They've been colloquies or different um, names that were given to them by by slave owners. You know, and <clears throat> so that you know, it's hard for them to now do that. Now, some people are going and doing that um, DNA stuff. To, to find where they're from. You see what I'm saying? And so, which is a good thing for them, but I also feel like that's that's another way for them to know certain things about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so it's, again, you know, but again, it's a lost tribe people that I'm hoping that my music begins to draw them to know that, listen, you are more than what you've been told. You know what I mean? You are special. You are somebody and you have to leave your handprint in this world. Don't die out here in these streets, not leaving your handprint in this world, you know? And, 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 and so we, we are special people and I believe we need, we need more people encouraging, you know, law, a lost tribe people. Cause it, like the native Americans, they know who they are. They got their whole casino money and all that stuff. They got money coming in. For the rest of the day, you know, if you if you are a Native American, you go get some money, you know. But if you're African American, it's a struggle, bro. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. I believe it, and you know, just everything that you've gone through in history. When you look at it, you know, it's yeah, it's it's and, and America has to look at it and say, you know what, we we got to take care of these people because at the end of the day, the country was not just built off of off of Caucasians; it was built no, off of our no. back. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it was bit off our backs too, and you know, okay, we didn't get our forty acres in a mule, but you know, we we deserve we deserve a lot more than what we've gotten, and 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 you know, I think that you know, even we don't own nothing, you know, all the millions and billions and trillions of dollars that black people are getting nowadays, you know, we don't own the NFL, we don't own the NBA and it's predominantly African-American. Yeah. We don't own none of that. And let us say that we want to own it and we're not playing no more for the NBA. We're going to start our own NBA. Can you imagine what's going to happen then? Oh, it, the, the controversy would be up in the people would be, but it, I, I think it could come to that and you, you're, you're going to see the controversy of it. And I, I think it's going to die, bro. Yeah. Somebody going to die. Yeah. Somebody gonna die for the sake of that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Money, money, money has a way of making people be do some evil stuff, bro. And and I and I, you know, instead of using money to do good, I think people will use money to do evil, you know, and mm. and as I think people the people that love money, that's the root to the evil that's going on in the world today. They love it too much. They covet it too much. And we need to use money to help and love people, not not do evil. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, you know, I'm not I'm not upcoming artists to make money just to 
to be evil. I'm, I want to. I want to be able to, you know, encourage and educate, you know, um, and 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 help communities that are poor, you know, and struggling. You know what I mean. And so that's why, you know, I'm, this is a vehicle, you know, and and also uniting people into harmony, and, and also sitting down with political people that be like, yo, you know. Politics originally was supposed to be about for us. It was supposed to be for us as a people. Like we look to y'all to help protect us and lead us. You know, how do we get back to that? How do we get back to that? You know? And I think, and I know that sounds too crazy because people were like, man, ah, shut up. We don't want to hear that peace talk. But then yet the media is putting out all types of neg- negativity and, and killings. Why don't we need to hear about peace? Exactly. We, it's always it, negative. It's always negative. Like, what's what's going on? You know, and we, we need more peace in our world, you know. And, and <laughs> I mean, like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? And I'm not, and a shout out to the people in Ukraine, man. A lot of people lost their families, bro. You know, like just innocent people dying. You know what I mean? Shout out to those people. I'm I'm for people, man. I'm tribe world, bro. Yeah. I'm. I don't care what tribe you from. You know what I mean. You human. You bleed like me. You know what I mean. I, I stand. I stand for my people, but I also stand for people. Whether you white, you know, whether you black, whether you Hispanic, whatever you are, I stand for people as a whole. But I, I also take it to heart from where I come from. You know what I mean. And so. You know, we, you know, shout out to the people that's, that have lost their lives, even the wars in the Middle East, all those people too, man. Like, we got to we gotta change the way we move, man. We, we really do. And I don't know if it will get better, but I know my part is to bring peace, you know, through my music, through conversation, through my other abilities to, to, to bring certain people to the table, you know? And you're doing it, you know, you see it right here. I want to know it's just the beginning now. I did want to talk to you about you jumping into the music scene. Once you got out of your situation, mm-hmm. is that when you fully dove in into the musical career? Well, I started, I kind of dove in there, but when my dad died was what really made it happen. My condolences. Like, yeah, my pops, I felt when he died, I didn't want something to die with him. He was the party guy. He was the man, like, the, like people would be sitting around waiting the party to, for Kulu to show up, <laughs> and <laughs> and when he get there, boy, the party get lit, you know. And it'd be like, man, you're like, man, where, where, where's Kulu coming? Where's Kulu? Because he got the party going. That's what he do, you know. And I didn't want that to die with him. And so, you know, so in that song, you know, the song is really is was really about, you know, me wanting to know a young lady's name that I liked. You know what I mean? I saw her. I want to know your name. I want to tell you my name for real. That's really what it was about. Like, I seen you at the party. I'm looking at you. You looking at me the whole night. But in my head, I'm like, yo, I really want to know your name. It's so beautiful. And 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 I want, to, I want to tell you my name. So that's how that derives. But then also, you know, the tribal dance is in there. So which is the big Kulu circle dance. So you'll hear me say circle, circle, circle. Everybody from my community knows what that is. You know, that the African community, they know what when I say that, you know, what, what that is. That's our, you know, our tribal, 
you know, dance that we come through and like literally everybody gets into the circle and we moving and I pull a person in there and they freestyle their African dance or I bring a couple in there and they they get to dancing and boom. And it's, it's like a whole shebang, you know, it's the big Kulu circle dance, man. You know, it comes from my family, you know, it, within the household. It comes from there, but outside's where you discovered hip hop. So, what was your discovery of hip hop? What was the first song, album? What was the, your <laughs> intro that you can remember? L L Cool J is bad ass. <laughs> That's what I mean. That, yeah, L L Cool J man was the guy. You know, L L man, L L was the first that got me into hip hop. Then I would have to say. Um, you know, Tupac, you know, Tupac was the second one. Um, and then in the new school, I, I got, I got to get a love, got to get a love to, um, you know, 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. When he came 50. out. Yeah. yeah. That first album that every song was a hit. Get rich or die trying. Yeah. And he's selling yeah. out arenas now with it. So oh, he's, he's, he's incredible. I want to shout out also DMX, you know, um, my shorty actually grew up around Yonkers, man. And, um, Jada kiss, all of them, she knew them, you know what I mean? Grew oh, up wow. with them, you know, um, you know, so X also, who also, you know, he was in Buffalo a lot when he was alive, you know what I mean? He got kids here, boy. And so, <laughs> you know, so like, like, like those, that hip hop era, you know, now, um, you got the traits, you know, and Drake to me is incredible. Like, I don't, I, I, I see him in my, he's, he's in my top five all time. You know what I mean? Like Drake brings that energy that's just so different from everybody else. Um, and, um, J Cole, you know, Cole, yeah. Cole is a, I, I just like his, 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 he's got the lyrically might be, might be probably one of the top artists that have come around, you know, um, and he's more to me conscious. And, and so you, you just got to dig into him and I want to shout out Kendrick Lamar too, you know, and his, 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 his stuff, though he only come out every so often, but you know, he's still a, he's still a great thing, you know? Yeah. And, and shady, shady, a beast, bro. Always been one. You know, Shady Eminem, man, he's that guy right there is a different guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But that's what hip hop, that's what hip hop does, though. Hip hop has so many different groups that it has brought into unity, you know, that community. And so now when you mix the Afro beat with that, you got a different sound. And it's Afro it, States, mm-hmm, which is Afro States. Exactly. Exactly. And you will see, you will see <laughs> that America is going to try to bring a lot of the Afrobeat artists here and and begin to make their own little twist on the Afrobeats, you know, which is really going to become Afro States, which is me. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it's, it's, it's important that um, that's where it's going to head. And you will see Burner Boy's next album that he'll be releasing very soon. Um, you will hear a lot of Afro hip hop mix in his album. 
I believe it. You're ahead of your time, man. Yeah, I'm hoping so, man. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping so, and I'm hoping so that that everybody would recognize that that's where, you know, it derived from my music, you know, and and um, I'm I'm just, you know, shout out to my team. I, I will be down at the Headies, um, you know, which is more of an Afro African American award show for the African music, and so I'll be down there, you know, representing Afro states. And you will, man. Hey, Kulo, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know, your fans, anything else that you want to mention that we didn't touch on? Well, man, just shout out to all the fans. You know, my fans in, in Africa, my fans in the UK, which is going crazy over my music. Shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to my team. Uh, Wednesday, nice. Um, so my, my NGC family. You know, I love y'all. Um, my family personally, I love y'all. And 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 all the industry people that have supported me in this quest to to bring Afro State music, you know, to the world. You know, I appreciate you all and my Cameroonian family, my home, my roots, my my everything. And it's time to unite as a people. And I'm coming soon, y'all. I'll be there very soon to 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 help bring some major change to our community. If y'all allow me. All right. That's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Cool, man. Thank you for coming on the show. I, I really enjoyed speaking with you. It was like a history lesson today, I felt like. So I really yeah. don't get to do I'm it not, too often. I've been blessed to also have a degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in, in history, bro. In history. So, you know, uh, I will encourage people, go get, go get your education still if you can. Go get it. Um, you know, both my parents were, edu- you know, were educated and I had to come through too, you know, and, and so I encourage y'all, man, study, learn from books, history. It's a very, very powerful day. Did you attend UB or did you go somewhere? No, I did not go to UB. Um, so I, I went through, I went through a community college first and then I did my uh, study. I did study of, of, of religion as well um, through Northeastern. And so university, so it was, it was, you, you know, you, you learn history um, because, you know, you, you can get history from one aspect from the U.S. history, but, it's, but when you get world history information, now you begin to understand where things derive from. And, and, and so many people have been told different things that are just not factual no. from U.S. history. Not from the world history. It's two different no, things. It's whitewashed. Or, whitewashed. Yeah. Well, yes. U.S. history is whitewashed, and when you get world history, you'll find out Columbus did not discover America. No. Neither neither did the Vikings. No. Um, actually, it was the Native Americans that were Asians, and then Africans that were actually trading with the Native Americans way before Columbus and and the Vikings showed up under Mansa Musa who was one of the richest African kings that ever lived, one of the richest men that ever lived in the whole world. And, and so when you understand that, you know, you will know that, again, history is important to our people, very important. You know, we don't get enough understanding of those things until you, until you go study, and you have to study, you know. Um, you know, and I tell people, they say, well, are you a Christian believer? I said, I'm a believer in Jesus, but 
I don't get down with organized religions that that cause wars and cause people to die and debate. I don't want to get into that. I just you have to have a personal relationship. And then you get into, you know, you get into people say, oh, the white man wrote the Bible. Well, I say long before the Bible was written, the gospel was the gospel was being preached. You know, so <laughs> the, the Bible is nothing but, you know, the, the illustrated li- or the written lives or of what Jesus was doing, you know, Abraham and all that. But the gospel is the good news, you know, and I think we need to, you know, focus in more on relationship with God versus, um, you know, versus religion. Because I think religion is killing people. It definitely is. Big Kulo, man. Thanks again for coming on the show. You got to come back once you drop the EP, once you have the rollout. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Max, man, throw out that music for me that I want to know. So I got it. I just added it in the rotation, right? Because Al Nice sent it to me. I got it in there already for you. So, well, I want to shout you out, bro. This is a beautiful uh, podcast and interview and, and on your platforms, man. I'm, I'm going to tell more people about you and your show and what you got going on, bro. I appreciate it, man. That that means a lot. And, and you're bringing a lot of positivity to the world, man. So thank you, brother. Thing. I appreciate you. God bless y'all. Stay, stay true. Bless up. Bless up. And, and let them know where they can find you on Instagram, Twitter, so they, the people can connect yeah, you, with you. You can find me on um, IG, which is at BitKulu, B-I-G-K-U-L-U. On, and you can also find me at BitKulu on TikTok um b-i-g-k-u-l-u you can also find me on facebook as big kulu you know and all the major platforms my song is streaming everywhere title apple music everywhere uh you know all across every platform that you can imagine i'm on there and so just just go there and, and check me out um and you'll see or, or go to my ig and hit my link tree you, my link tree you can see all that information there too We'll check that out. Shout out to El Nice, too. My to man. That's that, yo, that dude right there, I just found out he can hoop. We got to play one-on-one, me and him. See? Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard he can hoop. Yeah, I heard he beat out the whole <laughs> Long Island. He, he, I remember he, hearing he, about that. He said, yo, man, I play. You know, he, he's so cool with it. So, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play this dude one-on-one. He was he don't know that I want to play him one-on-one because he told me he can play. Once somebody tells me they can hoop, I want to play him one-on-one. See what yeah. kind of game Because I can shoot. <laughs> I could really shoot the basketball. And so I would love to see what he got, you know, but I want to shout him out. He's the one of the most, since I've known him, he's, he's like really, I don't even know how to describe him. He, Cause he, he's not about, he's not in it for like money. Like he's, he's really about people. You know what I mean? Yeah, he definitely is. Mm-hmm. He's about people, bro. You know what I mean? And you don't see that. You don't just see those many people like that in the world today. And it's like, you know, <laughs> he called me and said, bro, I need help with it. I'm like, okay, I got you, bro. Whatever you need yeah. to do. But it's like, I appreciate him, man. I appreciate him 100% for the man that he is, the integrity that he holds. And, it's, you know, so shout out to L. Nice, man, and, and all his people, you know. Yeah, shout out to him. And because you said you can hoop, we'll close with this. Who do you rock with as far as basketball? We know you rock with the Bills, but Buffalo doesn't have the the basketball the, the, not anymore. So not anymore. Yeah. The Clippers are a team that we used to have, but um, 
I'm going to tell you this. So somebody got into this with me the other day about, you know, I'm more of a basketball guy than I am a football guy anyway, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my, in my opinion, um, Mike is probably the best player I've ever seen play. Jordan. Right. He's the best, you know, that I've ever seen play. But then I feel LeBron is the greatest all around player I've ever seen. Um, you know, so when people say who's better between Mike and LeBron, I feel like they're both all time greats. Um, and I believe that magic still is, you know, there will be no LeBron James without no magic Johnson. You know what I mean? So magic is the first six, nine guard. <laughs> that yeah. we you know what I mean? So, so, you know, um, Steph Curry and those guys, I, I rank them lower, a little lower than Jordan, LeBron, and Magic, um, and Bird. You know, you gotta you gotta pay homage yeah. to the cat that did it. You know, and I can only talk about what I what I've seen, and I've seen. How about Kobe? Bit. Kobe's in the top ten. Yes, I think Kobe should be ranked in the top ten. So if I had to give you a top ten real quick, I'll give you that. I'll give you Jordan, LeBron, Magic. Um, uh gotta go gotta go gotta go kareem mm-hmm. gotta go kareem you gotta go bird you gotta go um will chamberlain you gotta go i know some people are gonna be mad at me when i say this you gotta go to dream bro a lot of gotta put him in there he's the he's the first player to win a championship without a, a, another all-star on his team his first championship, it was only him. He was the only all-star. Yeah. Um, so you give him there, you gotta give, then you gotta go Kobe and you gotta go Shaq. Hmm. Shaq, Shaq is is gotta be in your top ten. I don't there's no way he he can't be in the top ten. No. And and so that those are my top ten players right there that I just named to you. And, and I'll throw an honorable mention in there because I'm a big Knicks fan. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think I was at nine. Carl Malone. You got You're Carl Malone? Yes. I'll throw in the honorable mention because I always rep my Knicks. I'll put Ewing in my top ten. <laughs> no, not Ewing. Okay. Ewing, Ewing, Ewing. Michael Jordan messed up their careers, man. Sorry. Yeah. Michael Jordan messed up Charles Barkley's career. <laughs> Patrick Ewing's career. You know, Jordan ruined a lot of these dudes' careers, bro. Straight <laughs> yeah. up. He did. And so, you know, um, that's why you got to put, you know, but if you ask me who's the greatest all-around player of all time, it's LeBron James. He is. Uh, but he's but the greatest player has got to be Jordan. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, so that's, 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 so next time I get on here, we're going to talk some NBA, bro. Yeah. We got, <laughs> we got to talk some NBA next time we get, I get on this platform, bro. Absolutely. I'm down, man. When you drop that EP, we'll we'll get back to the NBA talk and everything that you got going on. Big Kulu, shout out to you again. Salute and everything that you're doing. We'll get here again. I look forward to having you on, man, into the upcoming music, too. Got you, bro. My man, Matt Max. Love you, bro. Love, man. Salute. Salute, All right. Bless up. Bless up, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, man.